Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. One of the unsung gems or hidden gems of the Mon Valley area for going on 40 years now, has been the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center located in Renzihausen Park in McKeesport. Started out as a collection of items, uh, I think, over at the Penn State uh, Greater Allegheny Campus and has evolved to encompass uh, McKeesport's first schoolhouse, uh, a variety of exhibits about the history of the McKeesport area, and now has evolved to become more of a regional asset, uh, encompassing a, a large part of the Mon Valley area. But what do you do when you've got all these exhibits and you've got all these great things to show people and to talk about with people, but they can't come see you because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, we're going to talk about that. Some of that, you you move stuff online. Teresa Trich is Community Outreach Director. Teresa, you are relatively new to the uh, Heritage Center. How long have you been there now? I have been there since August of 2019. I got to start right around International Village time, so that was really exciting. Oh, they really threw you in the deep end of the of the pool right away, huh? Um, yeah, absolutely. Are you originally from the Mon Valley area? Where Where did you grow up? At? I am I'm born and raised in McKeesport, and I'm currently living in White Oak. So very cool, very cool. Dave Moore, uh, as I mentioned, has been on the uh, program before. He's the museum manager. Dave, how long have you been with the Heritage Center now? Uh, I started in December of 2018. Okay, so a little over a year. So was my uh, – I'll, I'll put this question to Teresa. Since we've got two people on the line, I'll sort of go back and forth. Uh, Teresa, was my description of what the Heritage Center is and represents, was that fairly accurate? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I know Dave can speak more to um, expanding regionally because we just received the collection of um, Mifflin Historical Society, which unfortunately has now disbanded. Um, so, yeah, our regional reach is trying – you know, we are trying very hard to get that whole Mon Valley region. Yeah, let's talk about that because I don't know that everybody knows that yet. The Mifflin Township Historical Society, and, and a few years ago we had Dan Burns uh, on this program uh, to, to talk about their collection, that they have disbanded, and that encompasses a, a large scope of the Mon Valley. How much of the Mon Valley is included in what was Mifflin Township there? I think it. I think they serve 13 different areas, mostly Homestead, West Mifflin, um, Duquesne, Dravosburg, like those areas on that side of the Fun river. Hall, Whitaker, it yeah. goes all the way down. Yeah. 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 So, so, so all of that collection. Quite a substantial amount of space. Quite a substantial amount. They, they, they were in the old uh, West Mifflin police station. So is that collection now moved over to McKeesport? Yes. Okay. Okay, and and is and I'll I'll put this question to I'll continue to put the question to you, Dave. Is this is the collection accessible? So stuff mm-hmm. that was accessible over there, people can come over now to the McKeesport Heritage Center and look at. Um, it will be okay. Uh, the biggest issue on our end was we got everything. The, our, we made our last trip over there to collect stuff the week everything went into shutdown. Oh no! Um, so we literally got everything over to the building and um and um inventoried and then we had to shut everything down so um you know it's all there it still needs to be cataloged you know it it put into our system and everything like that 
Um, but as far as um, everything that we're going to be getting from Mifflin is in our building. Uh, Dave Moore is museum manager for uh, McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center. Also on the line with us is Teresa Tritch. She is community outreach director uh, at the Heritage Center. You can find out more information by going to the website McKeesportHeritage.org. So let's talk about this whole shutdown, which uh, everybody is is kind of tired of. I think we all realize that it's very necessary, but boy, uh, you know, especially as the weather turns nicer, it's, it's really hard to be cooped up on your own property. Um, let's, let's start with you, Teresa. Uh, the museum is obviously closed. Uh, what has that mean, meant for programming? Because programming at, at the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center has, has been a big thing over the last few years. Yes, and, you know, this being our 40th anniversary year, we had tons of programming planned. Um, so we have kind of decided to... Um, Take a mulligan, to use a golf term. Um, (laughs) And um, we're going to move a lot of the special programming to next year. Okay. Because hopefully, you know, we'll be more accessible and, you know, we won't be shut down, um, you know, next year. Uh, So that exciting programming that we were doing, um, you know, we had, unfortunately, we were going to have our first annual golf outing. um, And that had to be postponed to next summer um, just because of the uncertainty. Yeah. So we're still going to be able to do all of the wonderful things we wanted to do. It's just next year we'll do them. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, you know, we still want to keep that connection because, like, that's part of our, our mission is, you know, to present this and educate and preserve um, for the community. So um, we got together and we started to figure out how to enter the virtual world of programming. So we started with Dave doing fireside chat, <laughs> which is turning out to be really, really successful. You know, um, he has uh, this plethora of knowledge about golf in Western PA. And so we were like, okay, this is what Dave knows. Let's put him in front of a camera and do this nine-week series about golf in Western PA. You know, it's like little chunks. They're um, 15 to 20 minutes long um, every Wednesday on our Facebook Live. And he just sits there and he talks. And it's just like this great little program that you can get in chunks if you can't make it to a week. You know, you're doing, you know, it's nice outside and it's sunny. So at 7 o'clock on a Wednesday, you're outside. Um, They're available on our website, on our YouTube channel. You know, to watch at any time. Uh, Teresa Trich is Community Outreach Director of the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center, and Dave Moore is the Museum Manager. I was telling Dave uh, off the air, Teresa, that I felt like I had to have a fire here just just so I could chat to him because I've been <laughs> watching these fireside chats, and I thought yeah. oh, I, I need I need to have I need to have this too. Um, Teresa, yeah. is, your, is your back? I know Dave has a background in in doing uh, some archiving. I believe for um, Oakmont Golf Course. Is that correct, Dave? Oakmont Country Club. Oakmont yep. Country Club. Um, so, so it, it, Teresa, what is your uh, background? Is it in museum management, nonprofit management? I mean, it's it's uh, mostly in nonprofit management, yeah. um, especially the arts. Um, yeah, I started out in theater, moved to public radio, went back to theater, and now I'm in history. So. Okay, okay, that's 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 pretty cool. Um, it, 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 tell us yeah. um, a, a little bit about the the sort of the Heritage Center, how it's structured. You, you've got a it's a nonprofit. You've got a a board of directors, um, you've got volunteers, you've got a committee that figures out what goes in the collection, you've got a committee that figures out what the exhibits are. Tell, tell us a, a little bit about how this works. It's, 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 a, lot, it's a lot of work, and, and a lot of it is done by volunteers. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, as we are moving forward and, you know, trying to grow and expanding into a regional organization, um, uh, 
it's it is a lot of work. Um, so we, you know, like we brought Dave on, they brought me on, um, you know, in an expanded role as that used to be one person who did it all, you know. Um, so now there's two of us. And of course, there's Gail. I can't forget Gail. Yeah. Um, everyone knows Gail. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, you know, all of our uh, collections are donated. Mm. You know, um, we're not out there purchasing things. We're not going around. So we really rely heavily on the community to, you know, see things that they value from, you know, their time growing up in, in the Mon Valley and donating that to us. And we do rely heavily on volunteers to work with Dave. You know, Dave has the expertise about, you know, how to do the collections and how to archive, you know, but He's from the Poconos. (laughs) So, so, you know, he, he has a a real core of Mon Valley residents who, you know, donate their time and can say like, yeah, no, this matchbook is super important because, you know, and so I think it's a really good um, teamwork between volunteers and staff to put these things together. Let me put you on the spot for a minute, Teresa, and throw a little bit of a curveball at you. Uh, the, 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 the show goes out over the, 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 over the station in McKeesport and the station in Braddock, but there's also a station in Bethany, West Virginia. And for <laughs> someone who's listening out there in the northern panhandle of, of West Virginia or in, in Washington County may be listening to this, and they might say, well, why do I care? I, I've never heard of this place you know, I'm in Wellsburg or whatever. Why do, why do I care about this place, McKeesport? What's your answer to that? My answer to that is because you would be surprised how a place that's so close to your home ha- played such an important part in American history, not just regional history, not just Pennsylvania history, not, you know, like everyone quickly goes to the steel mills and like yeah. how that was an important part. But McKeesport played a really important part when George Washington was here. You know, Queen Aliquippa is, you know, arguably the the founder of McKeesport, right? If, uh, you know, Native Americans founded cities, um, you know, like she was here way before anyone else. So, And, you know, she's the one who helped George Washington. Um, Dave can speak better to that history than I can. But, you know, like, it's just so cool to realize that this place that, like, you, you've driven by or, like, heard about or maybe never even heard about was so important to the forming of what we now know as the United States. Uh, Dave, do you want to jump in there? Uh, I think she hit it on the head. I, yeah. You know, being being an outsider that I am, you know, growing up, you know, on the other side of the state and never really knowing a whole lot about McKeesport until I got the job, you know, it's amazing as I do research on these exhibits to find, you know, just how many people made an impact on the national and international stage. I mean, we've had deputy directors of the CIA from McKeesport. Mm-hmm. We've had, um, you know, Helen Ritchie, the first commercial female pilot. We've had, you know, all these all these people in different facets of life that have made an impact on the national and the international stage. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, one of the, the main thoughts to McKeesport goes to the steel mills. But, you know, when you think about the athletes and the and the artists and the entertainers from from McKeesport and the Mon Valley, you know, I mean, they're they're household names that you don't really consider thinking oh wow i didn't realize they're from there sort of thing you know um so yeah i mean i think i I think for those and even in that area you know i I think it's it's a it's a it's a secret honey hole really if Mm -hmm. if you use an american pickers term yeah um you know there's so much stuff and there's so much information that even the people that grew up in that town don't some some don't know so um, I, I certainly think it's one of the best kept secrets in Western Pennsylvania, as far as museums is, is concerned. And and the work we've done over the last year and a half or so is really 
um, taken it up a notch, but the revamps of the of the exhibits and, and the expansion programming and social media and all those kinds of things. I think more of those stories are coming out for people to to digest as opposed to, you know, you may hear it in passing from somebody who was, you know, who grew up in town and, and spent their entire lives there. But now, you know, the, the person coming in from West Virginia is going to know these stories because we're, we're presenting them properly now sort of thing. Uh, that's Dave Moore. He's the museum manager at the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center. Also on the line with us this morning is Teresa Tritch. She is the community outreach director. Uh, we are overdue actually for a quick break. Would we come back? Let's talk about your Fifth Avenue exhibit uh, that uh, opened uh, a few months ago that hopefully when things open back up again, people will get a chance to see. And, and let's also talk about uh, what you're envisioning for the 40th anniversary. Okay. Sure. Very good. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 4 4- one two six seven eight six one nine one. Welcome back. We're talking about the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center, and our guests this morning are Teresa Tritch, she's the community outreach director, and Dave Moore, who is the museum manager. You can find out more information at McKeesportHeritage.org. Right now, obviously, uh, the museum is closed to visitors, and we're hoping as things start to open up again uh, that some of the great programming will resume. Uh, Dave Moore, tell us about the Fifth Avenue exhibit. Uh, why was Fifth Avenue so important in the life of, of downtown McKeesport? Well, uh, from what I was told, Fifth Avenue was the premier shopping destination uh, back in the day in the heyday in McKeesport, uh, rivaled even by downtown Pittsburgh. Um, so when we were moving different things around and renovating other exhibits, we, we actually needed to move um, the, the quote-unquote business room out of its uh, previous location and I wanted to do something bigger and, and use more space to kind of dedicate it to places like Murphy's and Cox's and Hirschberg's and the Penn McKee and things like that. So um, we completely redid the hallway between the lobby and the schoolhouse area. And that entire thing has turned into uh, for lack of a better term, the redone fifth Avenue. Um, so the exhibit focuses on a lot of those stores that once called Fifth Avenue in downtown McKeesport home, the Penn McKee, the Daily News, um, you know, different bars and restaurants and things like that. We tried to recreate, um, you know, different storefronts and, and things like that to the best of our abilities. And, um, I'm proud of it. I, I'm really proud of uh, how it came out. Um, it's to this date, it's it's my favorite thing that I've done at the museum so far. I, I want to jump for just a second, and, and I don't know if Dave or Tracy, which one of you wants to answer this, but you mentioned the schoolhouse, and I, I, I want to make sure people understand that you've got a, a one-room, you know, the, the old-time one-room schoolhouse that you remember from uh, maybe Little House on the Prairie or, or some TV show like that. You have McKeesport's original one-room schoolhouse, but it's completely enclosed inside another building. Uh, Teresa, am I describing that accurately? You are. That is very accurate. And 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 that alone is is really worth a visit if you've never walked around in. So you can I mean you can go inside, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can go inside. You can sit at the desks if you fit. <laughs> you can sit on the benches. You know, yeah. um, it's it's a really cool and neat experience to just like sit there and imagine what life was like 
mm-hmm. you know, um, when all these grades were in one room and, you know, there's a teacher teaching the first grade, second grade, eighth grade, um, you know, and you can learn about how it moved five times yeah. <laughs> in the case for it. And, you know, it's pretty awesome. Uh, and and the, the Heritage Center, just to recap, is is located there in, in Renzi House and Park, which is near Penn State, uh, Greater Allegheny, just off of uh, uh, State Route uh, 148. Dave, you were telling me off the air that um, the, the Fifth Avenue exhibit, which hopefully when things open back up again, people can see for themselves in person, that, that your next idea is about arts and entertainment. What does that encompass? Uh, arts and entertainment is officially done with the writing stage, uh, and it's going to be, I'm going to go in next week and start getting it up actually on the wall. Um, the focus, it's, uh, it's called Arts and Entertainment, the Great Creators of the Mon Valley, and it's going to focus on um, a lot of the artists and entertainers, whether they be actors, writers, uh, photographers, and the musicians uh, that have called the Mon Valley home. Um, so we've been, um, I've been spending quarantine doing the writing and, <laughs> and finding the photos to, to do. Uh, and uh, it's all pretty much ready to start being uh, put on, put on display. So we'll, we'll feature people like Jeff Goldblum, who was born in Homestead, mm-hmm. um, ph- photographer Latoya Ruby Fraser from Braddock. Um, you know, a lot of McKee's porters like Van Dyke's uh, Van Dyke parks, uh, Aline McMahon, um, John Herr, uh, uh, Thomas Bell from Braddock, who wrote Out of This Furnace. Um, you know, there's a lot of great uh, entertainers and, and, and artists from our area that, you know, you don't really know. And so you start, you know, Google searching names and digging into each one of these little towns. And I was amazed to find some of these some of these people. Um We've got some that, great jazz music. Um, you've are got now some, included. You've got some great jazz musicians too from uh, Duquesne and, and Clareton. Isn't uh, I may be wrong about this, and we're on the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel. I'm sure I'll get letters if I'm wrong. But I think Earl Father Hines is uh, originally from mm-hmm. Duquesne, for instance. And now that you encompass the the Mifflin Township uh, area, uh, w- which goes from Homestead all the way down to, to Jefferson Hills, you, you, you've you've got a real wealth of of talent there, huh? Oh yeah, I mean we we have artists dating back to the turn of the twentieth century all the way up to Gabby Barrett from Munhall that was just on American Idol. Um, you know, so there's there's going to be a lot of great stories in there. Um, we have some really cool artifacts that I, I pulled out the other day, and we're going to start getting in there. You'll see some of the different books. Um, we were, we were fortunate enough to get in contact with Arthur Roop, who was, yeah. uh, the owner of specialty records. Um, so I, I he sent us a, a brand new book that is, uh, it just came out about his company. Um, we have some records from little Richard and things like that. That'll be in the, in the case. Um, we have some, we have some cool stuff ready to go. It's just, uh, at this point, it's just getting it actually installed. Uh, like I said, the writing and the majority of that stuff is done, but, um, it, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. I, I'm excited to get this up and, and, you know, when the center reopens and people can start coming back in, they'll not only be able to see fifth Avenue if they didn't see it before it shut down, but now they'll get to see fifth Avenue and another new exhibit. So, um, uh, I'm excited for it. I think people are really going to, really going to enjoy it. Uh, Teresa Trich, uh, uh, back over to you with the, the shutdown. I mean, it, it seems like everybody has, their life has gone on pause for eight weeks. Like, uh, Dave said he, you know, he's, he's writing the, the, the exhibits, you know, and he, and he can do some of that work and I can do some of my work for home. But, you know, the, the stuff that depends on people seeing it in person has been basically put on pause for eight weeks, going on nine weeks and, and, and forever. How long? We don't know. How does this change your schedule? You mentioned that your a lot of your 40th anniversary programming has been bumped 
to next year. D- does this mean that an exhibit like the Fifth Avenue exhibit will be open longer than it would have been otherwise? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we're taking this pause as kind of like a revamping about, mm-hmm. you know, what we're, the next steps are going to be. So, you know, of course, you know, we want as many people to experience it in person as we, we possibly can. So, yes, we will definitely keep it open longer. Um, you know, some things are going to move virtually. Um, you know, we're going to keep our summer speaker series, which people are used yeah. to. Um, they're now going to be the third Thursdays of the month. Um, w- we will aim to do them in person when we can, and it's safe for everyone to come together. But until then, they'll be online, okay. um, you know, and people can join that that way. Um, all the information is on our website. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's it's given us a little pause here, of, you know, of trying to really figure out what we are and what we're here for. So, you know, we're we're now collecting stories um, from people. Uh, you can email us, the link's on our website, about what your experience has been with this COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. Because we are living history right now. You know, like in 20 years, someone's going to be coming to um, the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center thinking about, like, what was it like back in 2020 when, you know, people were going through this pandemic? So we're, we're like, getting on top of it now. We're collecting stories, videos, um, poetry, like, any t- anything that you want to put into an artistic form, you know, send it to us. And, you know, we're going to put it on our website, and, you know, we're going to keep it um, to be future exhibits. Um, you know, so we're trying to maintain that sense of normalcy. Yeah. But also in new ways. We have to take another uh, quick break. When we come back, let's talk about how different ways that people who are listening to this, especially now that you are encompassing this this much larger area of, of the other side of the Monongahela River, uh, how people can help, uh, w- what are some ways people can get involved, and what you're looking at uh, for the next 40 years, okay? All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Teresa Trich is Community Outreach Director. Also on the line with us is Dave Moore, Museum Manager there with the McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center. It is your Mon Valley Museum celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. You can find out more information on Facebook or go to the website mckeesportheritage.org. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio WMCK.FM and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Teresa, I'm going to ask you first, and then I'm going to put the same question basically to Dave. How can people get involved if they hear this and if they want to donate something, whether it's their time or some money, or maybe they've got something that's up in the attic that, uh, oh, Grandma worked for this, or, or Grandpa worked for that, or we have this or that. What are some different ways people can get involved at, at the Heritage Center? Well, they can always go to the website because, um, you know, and there's a whole tab about being involved so they can, you know, submit things 
right now via email and like check in and you know like we can send they can send in pictures and we've been saying like mm, yeah we'll love to see that when it's safe to collect things from you um so of course whenever we're open anyone can you know can stop down anytime um to donate what are the anything usual, that they want you know like right now we're collecting there? we are open 10 to 4 Tuesday through Friday and nine to three on Saturday. Okay. Um, what, yeah. what kind of an advantage but, uh, of it is it to have? And of course, we're encouraged. Oh, technology is great, isn't it? I was going to say, what, what kind of an advantage is it yeah. to have the museum in Renzi Housing Park, which is a big regional park? You're also next to Penn State Greater Allegheny. Do you get people coming over who are in the park for something else and they want to see what's in the museum? Oh, absolutely. Like, um, it still surprises me that, you know, we've been around for 40 years and there's still people that will be like, I'm just walking in the park and I never knew you were here. You know, <laughs> they like came in. So it, it is, it's very nice because it's such a picturesque setting, you know, um, you know, it's just, it just brings warmth and happy feelings to be in the park and, you know, and just to be around all of that. Let, let me put the same question over to you, Dave. What kind of help do you need as a museum manager? Um, what are some ways for volunteers to get involved? Probably the biggest thing is, you know, we always need help around the center when we're open, whether it's uh, sitting at the front desk or cataloging or, um, you know, helping the guests as they come in the door. You know, the, the, that's always a big help. You know, right now with things shut down, um, you know, we've tried to move everything to social media a little bit. That way people can still see what we're working on and, and, and hear different stories. So follow us on our Facebook and our Instagram pages. Um, that's a great way to stay connected to us at this time. You know, we've created a, a book club in the pandemic for to keep people busy. And we've been trying to post every day with different stories and things like that. And then, yeah, as I said, when the centers reopen, you know, we can always use help. You know, whether it's greeting people and, and talking to the guests or, or working with Gail in research or working with myself in collections or, or helping Teresa uh, with fundraising and, and different things mm -hmm. like that. You know, we can we can find a job for you if you're interested in coming down. That's for sure. It, it, occurs, um, to, it, it occurs to me we're almost out of time and I have not even mentioned, Teresa, the genealogy aspect. You have a, a tremendous assets there in terms of cemetery records, birth and death records. You've got the archives of the McKeesport Daily News there. Um, a lot of people come in to do genealogy research? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's what brings a lot of people in is, you know, like they're interested in learning in their own personal history. You know, so we have all of those resources for the Mon Valley here, um, as well as Gail, who is, is an amazing researcher and just a wonderful human being. Hopefully we will see you in person soon and you will have some events soon. Uh, Teresa, I guess the best way to keep posted is the website but you also have a website and a facebook but you also have a newsletter how do people get your newsletter there there is a membership fee for that correct uh to get our printed newsletter yeah there they have to be members to get that but if you go on our website you can sign up for our newsletter okay um which we've kind of just started rolling out that that and that's absolutely free you don't have to be a member to get that email because you're supposed to be asking them to send you money aren't you you're a non-profit <laughs> and you are a, 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 tax, a tax exempt right we are. We are a nonprofit. We are a tax exempt organization and we do rely on donations. However, in this time, we understand that like not everyone is able at this time. You know, people are out of work. They're unemployed. They may be dealing with the virus themselves. Right. So we don't want to exclude people because they're resources at this time. So we've, we're like creating these um, new free ways to um, engage with the community. And we do hope that when people are able and, and they feel that 
since they've been connected, they will decide to give. Okay, I did. I should have said it that way. I'm sorry. I was just trying to tease you a little <laughs> bit, but but you you do accept. I know no, that's okay. You, you you do accept financial donations as well, though. I should mention. Absolutely. Okay. We do. Yes. Uh, Teresa Trich is Community Outreach Director of McKeesport Regional History and Heritage Center, which is now incorporating the Mifflin Township communities on the other side of the Monongahela River. Uh, also on the line with us this morning was Dave Moore. He is the museum manager. You can find out more. Go to McKeesportHeritage.org. You can also watch Dave's fireside chats on Wednesday night okay, on Facebook Live. Uh, Teresa and Dave, thank you both for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Thank Absolutely. you. Anytime. And thank you all for listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKee Sports. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.